Hey guys, welcome to the Self-Evident Truth Podcast. It is Sunday night? Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. It's finally Sunday. good to be back Sunday. on a Sunday, yeah? We are back on a Sunday night, 7 p.m. We actually switched this back over. Uh, we like Sundays better. So we really that's do. what we're doing. We yeah. really do. And it was nice. I hope everybody had a great holiday week, weekend time with your family. Um, I got to spend a couple of days off of work. It was beautiful. Got to relax with the family. Yesterday, I did nothing um, outside of the usual stuff. So tonight, we're back. We've switched. We're staying here. So get comfortable on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. What else do you have to do? You might as well not think about work tomorrow. So be with yeah, us. Yeah, hang exactly. out with us. So um, that being said, do not forget to check out our social media pages. We've got Facebook. We've got YouTube. We've got Instagram. We have Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R.com. Get on Parler. Subscribe. Make sure to check out all of your other favorites. They're moving over there as well. Uh, do not forget to check out our store, The Self, or sorry, 1776truth.store. We also have our website, theselfevidenttruth.com. Check out our information. Check yeah. out our stuff. Guys. Also, guys, when you're online and you're watching this, can you guys please comment where you're from and, and comment how you found out about us, where you know about us from, that kind of thing, because we want to know uh, and, and kind of get more analytics as to what we're doing here and seeing if we're being censored. I think we are uh, in a lot of ways. We're starting to get some back on YouTube, but not like we used yeah. to. Yeah. So, uh, But we're, we're trying to, to do new things here. So comment where you're from. Take this moment right now to share this video. We're talking about something big. Uh, we don't, uh, this wasn't a topic we were going to address. Uh, and there's, a, we'll, we'll tell you why. Uh, but we, we're glad we're addressing it because I don't believe, and listen to me when I say this, I don't believe, I don't believe this is the time to be afraid. Now, a lot of people are saying, please don't be scared. You know, you shouldn't be. God's on your side, blah, blah, blah. No, listen to me. Listen to me. The giants that are being shown right now are the ones that are going to be destroyed by the Lord. When Goliath showed up, it wasn't to, to, to David to say, oh, my gosh, there's a giant. He's saying, nope, that's the one that's going to fall. That's the one that we're going to defeat. So when we're pointing out all this gross error, whether it's elections, whether all stuff. By the way, if you guys want to contact your senators and stuff like that, go to chrissanhall.com. She actually has a script for you for your representatives and your congressmen yeah. uh, and the, senator, uh, the representatives and the senators, I should say. Uh, and, and so it's a script, too, because it's working. You know, uh, there's been a lot of pressure put on uh, our representatives and things like that to make sure this election uh, goes forward without a hitch. But uh, you guys want to do that, chrissanhall.com. And matter of fact, we'll tag her on one of our posts here uh, because she's got some really good and valuable information. But guys, listen to me. This isn't a time to shrink back. No. This right now is the time to fight. And so God is not showing us these things to make us afraid, to make us in fear. He's showing us because that's the ones he's going to defeat. That's why we need to do this. And now is the time that you can really step forward. I, I apologize for the cup, guys. This was the last cup. I actually had to wash it. But you know what? I am truly a baby daddy. So just getting that out of the way now. Um, it's early still. And that's the beautiful part of this is if we're aware and if we're active on this stuff, we still have time to catch it. It's going to be a lot harder as things move down the pike. Now, what we're covering tonight is we're not going to cover any secondary sources. I want you to hear that again. We are not covering any secondary sources. We are taking it straight from the horse's mouth of the, the grand idea behind this whole thing. We're not even going to do news bits tonight. We're just covering this whole thing. So you, you're going to get an hour plus of what is the Great Reset. And a lot of people have talked and sent us stuff about different theories and ideas of what exactly they're going to do. Now, it may be valid, it may not. But we want to take their own words and show what are they talking about and pulling it apart because a lot of times it's obscure language. 
that's the hardest part is it's very grandiose ideas. It's very big, ethereal. And, and a lot of people take that as, oh, so, you know, they're just going to dream and this is what they hope for in a utopian future. But the problem is you have a lot of corporations and governments that are in on this whole thing. And where you get a lot of cooperation, you should look out. And, and you know, we were talking before this and I said, look, shouldn't we be concerned when corporations and governments are really in cooperation with each other? Come on. Do, do we actually benefit or do we tend to lose out? And the other thing you have to remember is what America started as the foundation of this whole thing was very unique. The idea of liberty, individual liberty, the idea of, of making your own way, the idea yeah. of, of government and, and powerful entities getting out of your way. It, it was unique. And for, all of life on earth, the vast majority of times, it was a very select few, the elites or the one percenters that were in control, that handled everything, that got the right pick. You know, they, they got to pick what they wanted. They got to do what they wanted. So what we're pointing out is I'm very uncomfortable with the Come idea on. of thousands of major corporations and, and hundreds of governments all agreeing, yeah, this is the plan that we need to push forward on. Because 99.99999% of the time, the people don't end up benefiting from That's it. exactly it. They get something in their hand, but they get a lot taken out from behind them. 100%. And I think too, like when you look at this, this isn't just, uh, matter of fact, uh, uh, Balala is, is on YouTube right now. He's pretty much right said yep the reset's a bad thing it's an entire entertainment industry it's more than that dude it's it's everything. every single company everything. every company you use is behind this thing yeah. right and so this is the time to say look we're either going to trust god or we're not we're either going to stand up in faith we're either going to we're, we're not going to shrink back on this dude i don't have time listen to me i don't have time to be afraid i don't have time to fear no yeah. i serve a god who doesn't let me want to walk in fear he doesn't want me to walk in fear. He only can, commands me not to walk in fear, but to walk in faith. And guys, we can't be asking God for Moses-type faith without Moses-type trials. Yeah. We can't be asking God for David-type faith without David-time war. Seriously, I can't be asking God for Jesus-type mindsets without Jesus's type of suffering. That's how he got that revelation. You, we got to start thinking that way. What's going on is exactly what we're asking for. Father, we want to see you move. This is the time to be alive, man. Yeah. Right now. I know that sounds contrary to the flesh, but this is the time to be alive, to see God move. I was thinking a lot about that earlier today is, is we are appointed for this time. What, what Besides the time of Christ, what greater time to be alive? And, and that can be a very... <laughs> concerning thing to say but if you think of it in a sense of faith like what greater time to stretch your faith and grow you totally. what greater time to become a great and righteous person of god come on dude and so when the times are great and the times are desperate and the times are massive that's the perfect time to be a pillar of faith in your family in your community in your world and what we're going to talk about is how to keep your eyes open. The reason we're talking about the Great Reset, because it's flowing around everywhere and there's a lot of stuff getting talked sure about is. it. We just want to point out these these are the aims of where the world is headed. Right. But what a way we can pull this off, dude. We can win this thing. Yeah. We can win this thing. I don't know how, 
but it's got to be the Lord. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. It's like serious. Like when you look at what's going on out there, we were talking about this earlier. We don't, we're not conspiracy chasers. We're not. We're just seeing crap for what it is. Yeah. Bottom line is the, the, Moses could have said because there was millions of people. They, they all couldn't see the, 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 the water. The Red Sea wasn't that big, so they all couldn't see it. They couldn't be saying, well, Moses is a conspiracy theorist because he sees water and I don't. No, there's water right here. That's all we got in front of us. And the Egyptians are chasing us right now. That's what's going on. And the bottom line is we have a lot to say. There's a lot to to, to fill in here. We'll get right into it. All right. Let's do this. So let's go with slide zero. Um, Kristen, (laughs) did you put that one, the C.S. Lewis quote? Or is that one at the bottom? All right. I'll just read it. That's fine. No worries. I kind of, I, I inserted it after guys and I, I tend to try and put things in order and I, I biffed, but here's the CS Lewis quote. I want you to think about this quote as we're working through all of this of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victim may be the most impre- oppressive. It may be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. Cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they sow with the approval of their own conscience. Ooh, and the conscience of others. He should should have added that. Because what he's saying here is, when people tell you, I'm here to enslave you for your own good and protection... They're the ones who consistently do it with your approval and their own. At least if it was someone who was a foreign enemy, they sleep at night. There's there's some semblance of us trying to attack, right? But here they're doing it with our consent in a lot of ways. That's what he's saying. Protect yourself against that. Of all the tyrannies, tyranny sincerely. Oh, man. Dude, who was it? Uh, um, I'll look up the quote in a minute. I'll I'll, I'll shoot it to you. Um, so let's let's jump to the video clip. Let's go ahead and get into that. So before we begin, I want you to understand this video. It's about three minutes long. This is all their own words. This whole podcast is from their own words. And this video are clips from official World Economic Forum videos and conversations who are the ones who are behind this idea of the Great Reset. They don't they don't cover it up. They name it. Right. So let's go ahead and roll that video and then we'll talk about it Ooh. afterwards. We have an incredible opportunity to create entirely new sustainable industries, investing in nature as the true engine of our economy. The current global crisis has disrupted every aspect of our lives, but it has also presented us with an extraordinary opportunity, a chance to reset and accelerate efforts to improve the state of our world. The fourth industrial revolution is a combination of technological breakthroughs which will completely change business models, uh, society, economies. The fourth industrial revolution is coming with enormous speed and will change not only what we are doing but who we are. The COVID-19 crisis has shown us that our old systems are not fit anymore for the 21st century. In short, we need a great reset. Welcome to World vs. Virus, a podcast from the World Economic Forum that aims to make sense of the COVID-19 outbreak. This week, as we rebuild the global economy, how can we make it better than the old one? This episode is all about 
the Great Reset. The best memorial we can build for those who lost their lives to the pandemic is that greener, smarter, fairer world. The CEOs of Microsoft, BP and Mastercard added their support for the Great Reset as it was launched this week by the World Economic Forum's founder, Klaus Schwab, and Prince Charles. As we move from rescue to recovery, we have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. First of all, we have to have the definition of reset correctly. Uh, reset cannot mean, we can't think of it in terms of sort of pushing a button and going back to the way things were. And there are a lot of reasons for that. Most, most prominently that we're a long way off from being able to go back to any kind of normal. And the normal was a crisis. The normal was itself not working. What we never did in those responses and in all of the periods since World War II is adequately address the social contract, the enfranchisement of human beings around the world to be able to participate in a world that they, because of smartphones, can now see everywhere, but not participate in. The United States is a past due notice for the unpaid debts owed to black Americans for the last 401 years. This is policing always is the spark. Public safety is always just the spark. So if we restrict the conversation right now just to a conversation about how we reform or even reimagine public safety, we've missed the full scope of the moment. We're in a moment where it's possible for all of us to look at the debts, to do a full accounting for what is owed and start to do something that's proportional to that. So let's notice a few key terms here. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys catch any of that? Did you see how they set that up? We need to get together and fix the global economy. Or economy, Folks, the U.S. is an independent sovereign nation. Has no business being involved in global economies and all these other things. People come to us. We value our dollar on this. And it's, it's this stuff that's destroying us right now. Becoming global citizens and all that stuff. I'm an American citizen and a citizen of heaven, dude. Like, that's, that's where my roots are. That's what's scary about this stuff. And look what they do. They sneak this stuff in like, uh, you know, the, the whole black thing and all this other. This is crazy. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I'm no, no, no. You're here. good. So uh, I'm going to read off a few key phrases from this whole thing. Incredible opportunity to create entirely new sustainable industries. Most people, oh, yeah, sustainable industries. Let's keep going. The current global crisis has disrupted every aspect of our lives. Why? Why has it disrupted every aspect of Because the government. Of because they disrupted it. Yeah. government. Isn't it funny? They create the problem and they'll send, they're the ones with and the solution. they'll solve it. Gives us the opportunity to improve the state of our world. I'm sorry, but I have a hard time trusting a bunch of people with a lot of money mixed with governments telling me, oh, we'll improve your lives. Exactly, dude. The fourth industrial revolution will completely change business models, society, and economy. So what the fourth industrial revolution is, is it's basically where technology makes humans obsolete. It's a theory that, and it has real merit because a lot of people are talking about this idea that at some point, 
robots, AI, technology will basically make the human worker obsolete. You know, you already look at auto plants and there are so few workers. The thing that we don't remember is we've gone through other industrial revolutions Seriously. and we've been okay. It used to be you needed 500 men to dig a trench, but now you have an excavator and a backhoe and you do it in an afternoon. So where did all of those guys go? They adapted. They, they adapted. They, they, they went new, to another job or. Yeah. New jobs happen. New jobs spring up to decide that we are going to enforce a complete change of all of the global structure because of a fear of the fourth industrial revolution means that who's in to benefit. By the way, the word revolution has a root word in there called revolt. Hmm. What are they going to do? How are they going to do it? Right. Yeah. Keep paying attention. Changes this and Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, the the guy who kind of looks like a Bond villain in the beginning of this, <laughs> yes. he, he's the architect of the, all of this. He says it changes not only what we are doing, but who we are. Do you trust him to decide who you are? Now you'll you'll tell me, ah, uh, he's not the one to determine like... it. But yeah, yeah, doesn't he kind of is? Does that sound like President Obama? When you used to say, I'm going to fundamentally, fundamentally transform, yeah, transform America. Discussion. Think about that, guys. Fundamentally. Why are we so invested in fundamentally transforming everything about us? Because they've done a great job on educating people that the fundamentals of America were racism, slavery, and, and uh, capitalism as being uh, sin. That's what they've done. And, and, you know, again, we got answers here. We're not just yeah. doing, doing doom and gloom. By the way, William Pitt said this. Necessity is the plea for every infringement. Of human freedom. Listen Thank to that. You. Necessity. Necessity. I need. Oh my gosh, I don't have any money. Please, government, give it to me. That's why when the stimulus checks comes out, did you if you haven't noticed on any social media, people are like, Where's my stimulus at? Where's my money at? Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. No, how about don't take my money, right? But he says, Necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants and the creed of slaves. They will listen it, to that. Here's the thing. They will never come to you and they'll say, would you be willing to just, you know, give up your freedoms because I want them? They will give you a reason that, man, you just you, have to hand you, this out. Yep. You just, just got to give it yep, up for the you, safety of everyone. You know, you want to be mask free and travel again? Get that passport. I get that get shot. That vaccine. And because you need it, though, because it's for the greater good. Guys, you remember watching these types of movies in the 80s? <laughs> the greater good. Everybody was a robot. You remember that? Uh -huh. Like Terminator and all these things and like uh, the RoboCop stuff. And oh my gosh, you know, everything's that's happening right in front of our eyes right now. And, and I think that's a big thing is we have to actually step back and go, this isn't this isn't necessarily just a dream. This is something that somebody might legit. actually want to do. Uh, they also said COVID has shown us that our old systems are not fit anymore. Again, because you shut them down. We need a great reset. And you notice John Kerry himself said, that doesn't mean going back to what we were. It means completely changing everything and moving forward. Ain't that nice. A greener, smarter, fairer world. Sounds very nice. <laughs> Sounds very AOC-ish. And what is she? Does. What is she, a socialist? Five pages that cost $90 trillion. You know, nothing. Yeah, a greener. Fairer. Listen, listen. Greener, smarter, and fair. According to who? Which you'll notice the idea of uh, of equality is is rife through the World Economic Forum. They they tend to take social oh, agendas and and put those all together. They actually moved originally on the cri climate crisis, and 
that didn't seem to get things moving fast enough. And so when COVID popped up, man, they were all over it. You go over their website, it's covered with COVID. Stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, the CEOs of Microsoft, BP, and MasterCard added their support. Why do I care? Actually, that should concern me, but I'm told that that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we got all these endorsements. Ah, uh, not good. Uh, definition of reset cannot mean going back to the way things were. The normal was a crisis. Notice that. Notice that. You're told the normal was a crisis. So before COVID, all of that was a crisis. So therefore, the new normal will not be a crisis. The new normal will be peace. It will be utopia. You understand the problem with this whole thought process? We never adequately addressed the social contract. We've decided that the social contract isn't good enough that we can change it, that we can modify it. And somehow the so they will make the social contract better. This is what concerns me is when you get men in power who decide we're going to just tell you every little way of how you really should live and therefore your life will be perfect. They are socially engineering you. And the problem as a Christian that I see in this is you are taking away my free will. You're removing my liberty because you're saying your liberty is no good here. We want to tell you how to live. So therefore, now people will come back and they'll say, that's not what they're doing. They're just changing some economy situations. These companies are going to take a voluntary pledge to be stakeholder capitalist companies. Wherever you get the corporations and the governments in bed together, you get issues. That's your whole argument about exactly why America right. is failing. Because exactly. you said the corporations are too powerful. The other side says the government's too powerful. Guess what? They're in bed together. They're making each other more powerful. Should be a problem on both sides. Both of us should look at each other and go, yeah, this doesn't look good for us. And it doesn't. Because where government and corporations get in bed together, you totally. lose. Totally. You don't win, you lose. That's right. So, And then, of course, we have to throw in the whole BLM thing. The U.S. owes debt to black Americans. Notice that assumption that's thrown in there. Automatically, the assumption is the U.S. itself owes debts. It's not even a discussion about reparations anymore. It just is. Totally. Now, listen, name another country that doesn't owe a debt to blacks. Where's the debt to all those uh, Irish people that were enslaved? Yeah. What about all the India people that were uh, um, destroyed by Genghis Khan and all these guys? Yeah. What about any other race that's been oppressed for God's sake? What about the Italians by the Muslims for hundreds of years? Hundreds of years. How come the U.S. is the only one with debt because we're the most <laughs> prosperous? Listen to me. Do you know why the children of Israel were ensnared at the time uh, in, in the Egyptian during Pharaoh's time? Do you know why they're ensnared? Because they ran out of food and water in their land and they went to go pursue it. And so they had to submit under something, so they fled to Egypt. And when they went to Egypt, guess who was over that? Pharaoh, and he's like, whoa, 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 they're multitude in number. They're going to come against me. Let's enslave, enslave them. And he did it through their necessity. That's what's been happening. Listen to that. God's kids were enslaved because they pleaded necessity. And Car Carol Hayes just wrote on here, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. God's kids won't be seen begging for bread there if we go. do this right. And, and that's something that the believer has to really understand is who are you looking to to provide for you? Are you looking to the government and to the Dude, corporations to provide for you? Word, or are bro. you looking to the Lord and having faith in him, following him through where you need to go? That's that's. That's how we got into this whole mess. That's exactly it, dude. Because we look to the government and the corporations to solve it for us. And instead of getting on our knees and looking to the Lord and saying, okay, Lord, 
We're not sure why this is going on, but Lord, we need you now as a church, as a nation. We didn't do it. And I'm not condemning. No, no. Dude, but we just didn't do it. Bro, We, a lot of you, a, us, a lot of you had no idea this was going on. We understand that. We know that. We get that. We're not blaming you. We're not blaming. What we're doing now is saying, look, this is the problem here. And you want to know how to prevent it? Don't allow this to happen again. Here we are saying the same thing yeah. over and over and over again. The problem is we have a lot of good conservatives out there saying, hey, we need to fix our government and constitution. Truth. But without scripture, without the Holy Spirit, we're not doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Kristen, I want you to run through slides two through seven. So some would say, so a few CEOs and world leaders want to reset the entire world. So what? There's only a couple of them, right? I'm having Kristen run the slides of all the partners of the World Economic Forum. And I'm going to read off, um, not all of them, just some major names that uh, you might recognize. So are you guys ready for this? It's not going to match up to the ABCs, but that's okay. Um, you may understand or know a couple of these. And man, I really wanted to look into how much of the economy in the world they own, but that was going to take a lot of work. And I could probably guess it's probably around like 70%. But here we go. You ready? You ready, Mass? Yep. All right. AARP, Alibaba, Amazon, Anheuser-Busch, American Heart Association, Apple, AstraZeneca, Baker Hughes, Bank of America, Barclays, BASF, Bayer, BlackRock, Blackstone, Bloomberg, BMO, Boeing, BP, Whoa! Bridgewater, Cargill, Carlyle Group, Chevron, Cisco City, Credit oh, Suisse, CVS, Deutsche Bank, Discovery, Dow, Equifax, Facebook, Gilead Sciences, Goldman Sachs, Google, Heineken, Hess, Hewlett-Packard, HP, Yway, IBM, Johnson Johnson, JP Morgan, Liberty Global, LinkedIn, Lockheed Martin, Manpower Group, Marriott, Mary Kay, MasterCard, Mayo Clinic, Merck, Meridian Capital, Mitsubishi, Moderna, Morgan Stanley, MSD, and Microsoft. Boy, that's only to the M's, guys. That's only to the M's, and we didn't even read all of them. There's more. And yeah, those are just the companies you know. There's a lot of companies in there you don't know. Right, 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 right. So the reason I lead off, read off that whole list is people are going to say, well, it's some companies that agree and, and come together with some gov governments. How powerful are all of Do those Do you notice companies? that all these companies are bigger corporations? Hmm. Do you see any mom and pa shops registered on here? Nope. How many of them closed through the pandemic, though? Think about it. Interesting how that but works. But Bezos and them guys cashed in, boy. I'm not blaming Bezos. God bless him if he's going to make money, right? He got the right idea. It caught in at a good time. I don't, I don't like um, his philosophies a lot. And I know some of his philosophies seem to be, tend to be more liberal, right? But he cashed in. Walmart cashed in. Target cashed in. What, like 80%? Yeah, dude. Profit. And so, but you never see a small corporation on here. And why is that? Why is that? Because they're getting choked out. Yeah. If you look at Main Street, Main Street's getting choked out right now. It doesn't stop. But here we have companies like Microsoft and Apple and, and Walmart's on that list ooh, too. Ooh, Angela. And, yeah, go ahead. And they, they get to decide how we're going to do the new economies, how we're going to do the new societal structure, how we're going to do the new globalism. Doesn't that concern you that Amazon is one of the companies in charge of deciding how we're going to run the economy? I'm telling you, dude, also... Did you guys know that the owners of Dominion Voting Systems have been have ties with all this too? Just just a thought. Just a thought. Now, I want to read this. Angela Anderton just said this. The people behind the Great Reset have been patient over many years to get right where they're at now. We can't kid ourselves. 
And there's no, there, there's nowhere that there's nowhere near the end of all this. We need to pray the Lord gives us wisdom, insight, and courage. I really believe Satan is showing uh, his blatant. Uh, this is blatant, and many don't even recognize it. But I want to tell you something. I agree with you, a hundred percent. Yes, it's true. I believe God is showing us the giants that will fall. Yeah. I believe, like, look here. I'm going to talk about the battle of Jehoshaphat in a minute. We've heard it, but I want you guys to really take this slow. But listen to me. I've been reading in Second Chronicles. This is so God. I was reading Second Chronicles about uh, King Solomon. When Solomon took over the throne of God, uh, David, right, his father. And this isn't in the notes, so I'm just going to go with this for a minute. Yeah, go for it. Angela, this is good. Because when King, when King Solomon, uh, when God had asked him, hey, ask of me and I'll give it to you. King Solomon says this, I need wisdom to lead the people. I need sound clarity to lead the people. And he said, I will grant that to you. And because he didn't ask for riches and all those other things, I'll give it to you. But did you guys know that the verses before that, that he had offered a thousand sacrifices before he even asked for that? Before God even said, I can trust you with the kingdom. Did you guys know he had a, he had a good report with his father in following and, and all that stuff? He was solid with God. Then God said, ask of me and I'll give it to you. And what did he pray for? The very heart of the Lord, wisdom. I need wisdom in how to lead this stuff. And God gave it to him and more. And no other king prospered like that ever since. But he had offered a thousand sacrifices just before that. And then after that, when he built the temple, he offered a thousand more, thousands of sacrifices to God. You know what that means? Thousands of prayer, thousands of times of worship, thousands of incense burning, thousands of him giving himself to God saying, Lord, this is my heart. How did he win his battles the way David did? And that's what it's going to take, folks. It's going to take us doing that. Listen, if the founders can defeat superpowers, why can't we? Mm -hmm. If David and Daniel and Moses and Jehoshaphat, all these men of God, Noah, Abraham, if they could see God move in faith, and we're asking for that kind of faith, why can't he move again? He can. He's just looking for us to be submitted and do the same thing. Again, I cannot ask for the wisdom that Solomon asked if I'm not at home offering a thousand sacrifices to my God. If I'm not getting his attention, if I'm not shaking the heavens with my prayers, if I'm not saying, man, I'm going to create the change myself. Lord, give it to me. And guess what? You're the trailblazer that'll change it. And you're the one that's going to be mocked and ridiculed and scorned. You're the one that's going to be yeah. told you're crazy and you're conspiracy theorists and you're nuts and you're trusting God too much. And there's no way that God's going to move on that. And you know what? That's not what the church would do. Yeah, the reason why we're in this thing is because the church didn't do it the right way. It's because we forsook the name of the Lord. It's because in Revelation 21.8, you know what he, he says will have their part in the lake of fire? Not just liars. He said cowards will have their part in the lake of fire. There's no more time for cowardice, folks. No. Not with this stuff. And listen, if you're afraid right now, I bless the name of God in your life right now. That the Lord would give you strength, courage, and knowledge on how to fight this thing. Because there's no room for fear. We don't have time to be afraid. Why were you born in the season? To change this. You weren't born in the season to live in fear, shrink, and die. You were born to change this. Why was Daniel born at that time? To show the king who God was. It's time for us to be the Daniels, folks. It's time for us. If we're going to pray like that, it's time for us to walk in those steps too. Amen. So what's their intent? No, I wasn't talking to you specifically, Angela. I was talking to the people. <laughs> I said, yep, heard it all. I, I'm not, I wasn't directing that to you. It's, it's, not, it's not you, Angela. I'm saying he, to, as a whole. I, I hope you didn't He was preaching. 
this is what happens is is sometimes we we get impassioned to preach to everybody listening so it, it was not intended to specific yeah it wasn't person. to you <laughs> i'm talking about as a whole yeah. I, I totally took that wrong i'm so sorry i didn't mean to do that um so let's get into there i know you get it bit. i know you get it because of how you comment and how you share i know yeah. you get it and it takes us each other to, to to encourage one another that when we're down no dude we need to be the ones in the war standing up yeah. for each other Amen. We, so we please, build off. I apologize for that. We build off of each other. When you guys show strength and courage, that lights us up. That keeps us going, man. I I can tell you without a doubt. When I see other believers stand up and I see them stand firm, it helps encourage me. And I hope that when I stand firm and I stand up and I speak out, that that encourages them to step forward. We're not comfortable Christians anymore. That time is done and over with. Never should have been. We are done with that. And I speak out against being a com comfortable Christian. That was a very small time in history where Christians got to be extremely comfortable. And it's made us I'm going to say it's made us lazy, it's made us weak and faithless. Because we've decided that we've looked at everything else and said, that'll take care of me, as opposed to the Lord will take care of me because I know nothing else and no one else will. And it's very hard to switch the gears. It's very hard to start going the other direction because I, I'm looking at my life through new eyes than I was five years ago. Dude, I'm telling you. Because yeah. COVID's not going to go doing away. This, dude. Right? COVID's not going to go away. They're not going to suddenly say, okay, the vaccine's out. Everybody, you're good. Turn back to normal. It's not going to happen. Dude. I assure you. If anything, it'll be a new strain, a mutant. Oh, more lockdowns, more. Everybody just stay in your home. We'll pay you. We'll give you your food. Right, dude. We'll, we'll give you your house. You can call me a conspiracy theorist, but man, Two years ago, would you have expected churches to be told you can have 10 people on a Sunday? And not to sing in their church? And don't sing. Did you, did you ever think that would have happened? And you, and you can tell me, oh, well, that's for a short time because we need it. I was told 14 days for a lockdown. Yeah, what was that? For, for, for 14 the, to curb days. The, to shorten the or lengthen the curve. Flatten the curve. Right? That, that was it. That's what I was told. I was told 14 days. We're, we're at what? About a year now. Do, do you know why they kept doing what they're doing? Because they can. Because they can. Because they saw in those 14 days how many people just submitted. Now, some of us didn't, praise God. And, I, and it, we've said this before. You may have to go to jail. I, guys, my wife knows. My kids know. I'm ready if I have that's, to. And, that's, and I'm not, that's not a threat. I'm not, I'm not asking to go to jail. But I'm willing to go through that process just so that the courts could recognize where the Bill yeah. of Rights come from. And, and that's where you have to draw your line of are you going to live comfortably as they encroach on you and encroach and encroach and encroach yep or are you going to stand firm at some point and say no i can't go along with this because this Truth. goes against my conscience it goes against the word of god it goes against the word of god i'm not supposed to submit to ungodly government Show me that in scripture. And yep. if you pull out Romans 13, we need to have a <laughs> we, private we conversation afterwards. And need you know what? We it. should next week. <laughs> we'll just blow it out and we'll have it an hour long podcast on all the scriptures that people used against the church to submit to a tyrant government. And then we'll show you ministers that didn't and God fought for them and God won on their behalf too. 
you may think Dietrich Bonhoeffer lost. Why is the story still resonating? Yeah. How come the Saints' stories are still resonating? Because they didn't lose. They won. Hey, um, Harriet Tubman should have just followed the laws. What does she say? I, uh, it, it's a quote, quote attributed to her, I should say. I've freed a thousand slaves in my lifetime, she said. I could have freed a thousand more had they known that they were slaves. Oh, Romans 13, she should have just stayed a slave. Bro, if you guys haven't watched that movie, Harriet Tubman, it was, you've got to watch it. It was illegal to harbor and transport runaway slaves. Just like it was illegal for Germans or others to, to harbor, harbor Jews. Jews. Listen to that. But you don't look at the church in Germany when the very few of them actually harbored and transported Jews. You don't look at them and say, oh, you're going against your nation's laws. Good night. You don't say that. So why would you say to the church, oh, you're going against your nation's laws? No, actually not their laws, edicts by government to tell the church to force their doors closed and to stop worshiping and singing. Now, you may say, well, that's different because lives in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Lives is where it ended. Wasn't where it started. Yeah. And dude, we don't get mad at um, missionaries when they go to a place like Iran or China or whatever, or different places of the world where the gospel is illegal. We don't get mad at them. We're sending them to foreign countries yet here. Yet here we won't do it. We won't here, worship here. We're too afraid because of a virus that has a 99.5% survival rate. I don't know what the number is now. It's over 99% for sure. We won't do it here because we need to submit to government, but we'll send missionaries to threaten their own lives to go preach the gospel and we'll pay for it. Yeah. And every church will get behind it because we're mission minded. Listen to that. But we won't do it here in our own backyard. You want to know how twisted the gospel is? We're trying to fix the world. We can't even fix our own backyard. Yeah. That is hypocrisy, folks, to the max. So let's keep going. Um, <laughs> I guess we're way behind on time. I know. Um, I know. No, 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 no. It's good. It's uh, good because this could be a two, three part thing. I mean, this is huge. We got a ton of stuff. Mike did so well putting this together. And, and I'm thanks, giving you kudos, man. Because we were both talking about this earlier in the week. And he, he actually had to come over the other night. We had a bonfire just to detox because there's so much corruption. We knew about it, but we didn't know if we should talk about it. The yeah. reason we didn't want to talk about it. Can you explain why we didn't really want to address this? Because we didn't want to give it legs. Yeah, it's we we try to be very careful about what we talk about, right? It's we're already cons considered conspiracy theorists, and we actually don't mind delving I into this stuff, right? But we want to be very accurate about what we're saying. And so when Massey and I were talking about it, I was looking through the WF. EF's own stuff, their own videos, their own things. And then, of course, I was watching other stuff talking about what these guys were saying to kind of parse out more. And I actually came over because it was it, it weighs so heavy when you you delve into all of this of what they're actually saying. They are saying upending completely how your life should be, Truth. completely upending everything. And it took the compiling this stuff probably took me eight to ten hours to really go through all this stuff. Um, and I just scratched the surface, guys. I just, I just scratched the surface. Yeah, we didn't um, and there's, there's a couple of things that I want to get to from Carl Schwab or, or Klaus it. Schwab. Do it, do it. The founder, right? And he talks about stakeholder capitalism. What this is, is the idea of basically the, the capitalist business, the corporation, instead of, instead of shareholder capitalism, which means they're doing everything for the shareholders, it's they're doing everything for everybody. Your suppliers, your employees, your customers, your managers, your executives, 
everybody are supposed to be the focus or the goal of the corporation. And Klaus Schwab believes that shareholder capitalism failed, which, yes, you know, it, it failed. What we should be doing is consumer capitalism, where it's the or customer capitalism, where you're focused on the goals of the customer. That that keeps things yeah, that, even. That's the real capitalism. That's if, the yeah, real. That's that's market. That's free market. If if you go to stakeholder capitalism, what you end up doing is doing what all of these corporations are doing right now. Yep. Why is it that Colin Kaepernick gets tens of millions of dollars from Nike when he scrubbed out of the NFL? Don't try to tell me that, oh, he was blackballed just because of his politics. The guy was a second stringer before he got scrubbed. Yeah, yeah. He was not that great. He had a good year. He had a good year. He went to the Super Bowl. After that, show me what he did. Yeah. How many average? How, how many players actually get to play long enough and, and wait it out the way he has? Yeah. But but he gets tens of millions of dollars exactly. from Nike. Now, you have Gillette that sorry, dude, just a second. You have Gillette who tells men how bad they are. Why is that's that? right? Why is they did that, that whole anti-masculine yeah. thing? Yeah, that's right. Because what they're doing is they're now going to stakeholder capitalism where they're trying to appease everybody. They have no goals. They have no, no clear direction of where they're headed. And so they're trying to appease everybody, which ends up collapsing it. There was a yep. good article on Forbes about this whole thing. Um, but I want to talk about Schwab, what he said in his own words. So let's go to slide nine. Actually, sorry, slide 10, slide 10, sorry. So Schwab article, he wrote an article himself on June 3rd, 2020, that covered the goal of the Great Reset. Ooh. Him in his own words. So let's go to slide 11. I'm going to read this out to you. What's the goal here? What's the goal? The changes we have already, and I wish I could do it in his accent. I'm not even going to try. We have already seen in response to COVID-19 prove that a reset of our economic and social foundations is possible. Notice that economic and social foundations is possible. This is our best chance to instigate stakeholder capitalism. And here's how it can be achieved. Let me tell you, if you're on the other side of things, you're, you're progressive, you're a liberal. How would you feel if I came and said COVID-19 is the perfect opportunity to instill a completely free market system over all of the world? How would you feel about that? Good night. You'd be like, what about my safety nets? Gone. Done. What about my welfare state? Gone. Done. What about my, my regulations? Gone. Done. You'd be a little concerned, right? So I'm a little concerned when somebody says, I'm going to completely change the face of the world because of crisis. Let's continue. COVID-19 lockdowns may be gradually easing, but anxiety about the world's social and economic prospects is only intensifying. There is good reason to worry. A sharp economic downturn has already begun, and we could be facing the worst depression since the 1930s. But while this outcome is likely, it is not unavoidable. Isn't that funny that we got the same speech during the depression? Yep. Oh, th this could end. This could go forever. We need to start investing money. And there are very few economists who will tell you that the government helped speed up the recovery during the Great Depression. Actually, most of them will tell you the opposite, that because the government got involved and the government shoved all this money into the whole thing and expanded all these programs that they actually lengthen the whole thing when you watch world banks getting invested in all of this crap the federal reserve getting invested in all of this crap what ends up happening is they make the problems worse we try to teeter the scale and try to get even at some point it collapses because we keep playing with it instead of letting things solve themselves 
That's right. He continues to achieve. But it's like steroids. It, it is. What does what does steroids do to a bodybuilder, dude? You'll grow and grow and grow and grow. And then at some point, your body breaks down. Yeah, dude. Most of these guys that have been steroid freaks when they're 45, they, they have to get hip and knee replacements yeah. and all these other things, stuff they didn't even need, you know, yeah. because years when, and years and years. And when, when, when you have a global, uh, this, this, uh, where, where the Federal Reserve is constantly pumping in money, you're devaluing the dollar and you're creating more debt. Things like this, this reset crap, you know what they want to do? Take care of everyone's debt. How are they going to do that? How are they going to do that? So as the as the nation gets more and more in debt, what are they going to say one day? We can't pay this back. Who's who are then yeah. who then are we going to be enslaved to? So he continues to achieve a better outcome. The world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies. That's my argument against you. Ooh. He himself said to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies from education. When did education get into this? Social contracts and working conditions. Every country from the United States to China must participate in every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. That's what concerns me. In short, we need a great, great reset of capitalism. A great destruction of capitalism. Yeah, but it's not even a reset. Listen to this. There's a huge difference between capitalism and cronyism. This stockholder capitalism is cronyism. Yeah. Dude, you, do you think... Why did Amazon not come out and say, yeah, you know what, if, or Walmart. Let's just go with Walmart for a minute. How come the CEO didn't come out and say, hey, if we can stay open, why can't small business? Yeah, funny how that works, huh? Why? Because they knew what was going on. They knew exactly what they were doing. It's cronyism. Real capitalism doesn't do this. The whole idea is free market, that God gave you a body and strength to work so that you can go out and provide for your family, however that looks. Whether you're a single man or a single dad, I should say, or a single mom or whatever, or your joint family, whatever, or where you're, you're a real family, your duty is to provide for your family, dude. And this stuff here is not capitalism. No. It's straight cronyism. It's, it's true. And they're convoluting this. Yes, exactly. I'm going to continue because it, it gets worse with what he's saying. And, and if you think daddy government, daddy order, daddy corporations are going to take care of me, they're going to use you. Do you feel better today with your government? Do you feel like that $600 was a great pat on the back in your life well, Angela, after they shut your business? Right. 600 I hope. Listen. That'll cover, because if you got kids, that'll cover something, right? But nobody saw the great effect or the loss. Nobody saw the loss. How many kids? Do, I could read you stats after stat after stat after stat on how this has destroyed the family. Yeah. How this has destroyed people's in, in their homes, depression, uh, alcoholism, all that stuff. We didn't think about that. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure Bezos isn't losing sleep on this. No. No. There's, Target, they're not losing sleep no. over this. You know? I'm going to continue with Schwab's words because, like I said, this gets worse. The level of cooperation and ambition this implies is unprecedented, but it is not some impossible dream. In fact, one silver lining of the pandemic is that it has shown how quickly we can make radical changes to our lifestyles, how quickly you can change and submit. 
Almost instantly, the crisis forced businesses and individuals to abandon practices long claimed to be essential from frequent air travel to working in an office. Likewise, populations have overwhelmingly shown a willingness to make sacrifices for the sake of healthcare and other essential workers and vulnerable populations such right. as the elderly. And many companies have stepped up to support their workers, customers, and local communities in a shift toward the kind of stakeholder capitalism to which they had previously paid lip service. It always starts with a good idea. It always starts with a good heart. It always starts with good motives. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Where does this end when suddenly you are no longer allowed to have the responsibility and freedom to determine how you're going to act? Because don't forget what he said was completely change all of it. Completely change all of it. And remember, guys, necessity is the plea of tyrants and the creed of slaves. Listen to that. You need, you need, you need, we have the answer. How did these guys automatically have the answer? All the guys with big money have the answers. Isn't it funny? Right. When the one who's got the money, well, well, I can't remember who said this to me. God owns the cattle. Oh, it's Todd. He goes, like, God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I just want the three-legged cross-eyed one. I don't oh, need a, me. Right, right, <laughs> I, me. Right, I, I just need the three-legged cross-eyed one. I don't, I don't need the real one. You know, you give me the, the other one. Like, that's enough for me, right? And we're trusting in this as a system in society. You see what happens when you remove God as a lawgiver, as the giver of rights? Man has the answer, always. It's, Tower of Babel, dude, all over again. And this, this is what concerns us as Christians about this whole thing is we're, we're being told, let us engineer it for you and it'll be better. No, let me follow God. Let me have liberty. Let me have free will. And, and I'll shape my life. Dude. I'll shape my family's life because if you have control over me, you can take what you've given me. And I, I actually, I want to hit something on this. So slide 12 in 2016, the world economic forum actually came out with a video, which they ended up scrubbing from the internet. Um, you can find it through a few sites. I know rebel media actually has it. I've got the, the slides of it up right now. Notice the first panel says you will own nothing and you will be happy. Next says what you want, you'll rent. And it will be delivered by drone. You'll Gosh. rent. You'll rent. You won't own. Now, I've been very careful to try and, and, and not make communist connections on this. Um, but Marx said the, the goal of communism could be summed up in one sentence. Abolishment of all private property. Done. Isn't that funny? You'll rent and it will be delivered. Interestingly, the third, which seems out of place, mentions the U.S. <laughs> won't be the world's leading superpower. That's odd. That seems random because then we talk about uh, climate change and all that. But we have to throw in there that the U.S. will not be a superpower. Yeah. And, and listen, why are they trying to take the U.S. out? Yeah. Aren't we the ones passing bills that are like $800 trillion? I'm just throwing a number. <laughs> I know it's facetious. I'm just throwing a number yeah. out there. To fund other nations? Why are they trying to take us out? And if you think this is fake, you, you might tell me, oh, that's fake. That's internet rumor. Let's go to slide 13. Servitization top panel. This was written November 20th, 2020. This article talks about a service model industry uh, economy. It's still on the World Economic Forum website. It's actually on the first page. I happened to just come across it. Servitization is where customers pay for a service such as air conditioning rather than buying the equipment themselves. Isn't that funny? And they actually say, hey, with this model, you'll pay a fixed fee per unit. And guess what? The, the company takes over the care and ownership of it. Let me ask you this. Are you really happy with your cable internet service? <laughs> here, you rent only, it. Here, not only that, 
if you go against government, who's going to stop them from pulling your service? Yeah. Who's going to stop them from saying, hey, shut the internet off to that guy? Didn't they try doing that crap in California? Mm -hmm. Shut off their lights. Shut off their water. Fine. We'll worship outdoors. Don't matter. We'll do it ourselves, right? But that's what it's turning into. Who are you dependent on? That's the question. Let's go to slide 15. So this was written in 2016. Now, all of these articles are from different people that are, are writing their mm. own thoughts, yeah. right? So you have to remember that. However, there seems to be a consistent theme and idea that trans that moves through this. It transports through the World Economic Forum. And what we're doing is showing you that, look, these aren't just one-off ideas. These are ideas that seem to be running consistently through the thread of what they're trying to do. So the city of 2030, this article was written as a thought experiment of what the city of 2030 might look like. Interestingly, the author himself acknowledges the idea that once in a while, I get annoyed about the fact that I have no real private. So he's talking as if he's living in this city in 2030. Once in a while, I get annoyed about the fact that I have no real privacy. Nowhere I can go and not be registered. I know that somewhere everything I do, think, and dream of is recorded. I just hope that nobody will use it against me. And then he continues, all in all, it is a good life, much better than the path we were on where it became so clear that we could not continue with the same model of growth. Where have you heard that before? We had all these terrible things happening. Where'd you hear that before? Lifestyle diseases, climate change, the refugee crisis, environmental degradation, completely congested cities, water pollution, air pollution, social unrest, and unemployment. We lost way too many people before we realized that we could do things differently. But go back. I get annoyed about the fact I have no real privacy. Ah, we can do things differently. I just have to give up all my privacy, all my ownership. So the, the text of this, slide 16, welcome to the year 2030. Welcome to my city, or should I say our city? I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliances or any clothes. Might seem odd to you, but it makes perfect sense for us in this city. Everything you considered a product has now become a service. We have Ooh. access. Oh. oh, service. Where do we get that from? Bro. Healthcare is a right. It's a right. So Education is a right. This is my whole problem with the whole healthcare is a right argument. That means food, shelter, water, heat, all of it's a right. But isn't it funny how you can be denied a right? So let me continue. It might seem odd to you, but it makes perfect sense for us. Oh, uh, one by one, all these things became free. So it ended up not making sense for us to own much. Isn't that beautiful? It's all free. This whole discussion, right, and I could go through the rest of it, but this whole discussion is basically you don't own property. Now, you'll, you'll think we're being um, crazy about this, conspiracy theorists. This is why I stuck to the original sources. Now, you may say, well, that's a lot of different people with a lot of different ideas. Why is it that this runs as a strain through a lot of the writings of these people? And, and Schwab doesn't come out and say, you, you keep all of your property. He keeps saying we have to completely transform everything. And then we get other people to saying everything got completely transformed or we should completely transform everything. And hey, by the way, property, you own nothing. This is our problem. This is my issue with the whole factor is you have something that is telling me you'll be much happier when we just give you what you need. Yep, totally. Totally. And, and again, this was all social conditioning. They know what they're doing. And I say they because this is a concerted effort 
even within our own government. That is not conspiratorial, folks. Why do you think our education system is lined up the way it is? Why do you think that most conservative kids, why is it that 75% of kids who are Christians out of public high school go to college and lose their faith in Christ the first year? Or 50% of high school students lose their faith in Christ the first year? Because they've learned how to train people to outthink God. Even though God is so simplistic in faith. And they're saying, it's going to be simple and easy. We'll just like loan you this stuff. It's easy. It's simple. What could be more simpler than faith in God? What could be more simpler than that? They've been doing this, like literally, it's been a social conditioning for so long, yeah. right? That everything is a right, except your guns, except your yeah. life, yeah. except your property, right? Except your church. But healthcare is a right. But everything we try to give you, hey, that's a right. And what this is basing off of is the idea, the theory that the fourth industrial revolution will make every human Dude. being basically obsolete. So therefore, AI and technology will produce everything that we need and everybody can live in harmony without having trade. This <laughs> this this is salivating. This is the destruction of capitalism. It yes. This is the destruction of capitalism. They're saying capitalism's evil, so let's bring in socialism and communism? Which, isn't it funny that one of these days, and I know I've said it before, we are going to do a full episode on Marx and what he actually believed. And that's the, that's the next two we're, we should we're, do. We're going to hit that because you have to understand, Marx wanted to end the... the, the rev, or end the phase, the time of capitalism. Isn't that funny? Now, I'm... Not saying these are communists, but hey, the idea seems to line up a little bit. I'll say it. Let's get past com or hey, capitalism. You don't have to say it, folks. I'll say it. Right? Listen to me. Why is it? Just, just, just think logically. Right? They'll appeal to the people, saying those people are bad. Trust us. We're doing this for you, so trust us. We have it all under control. Aren't you putting your? We left a system of government 240 years ago that was oppressing us from 3,000 miles away. And we want to get back into it again? Not me. Not I'll me. say it. They're communists. No, you know what? It's demonic because they're doing it and they're disguising themselves as angels of light. And they're not. Me, it's oh, demonic. Oh, 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 and they're oh, oh, oh. trying to destroy the things of God. And you have to stand against it. I don't care if your church likes that or not. I don't care if your Christian friends like that or not. Folks, I'm telling you, this is what you need to do. This is a spiritual battle. This isn't against flesh and blood. Do you know how I know that? Because every single company is backing this. Every company that you and I use is backing this. We need God now. We we this isn't a oh my gosh I need God for my rent payment I'm not de I'm not de decrying that this is I need God to save a nation for my kids this is deeper than anything we've ever faced before this is the time to really trust our and, God and if you're a believer and you follow Scripture Scripture says you will be an enemy of the world. You won't be of the world system. You'll be in the world, but you won't be of the world system. This is a world system that is trying to implement. You should, as a Christian, you should be wary of a world system because you are an enemy of the world. Does that make sense? Now, let me make a comparison. Whether you look at Stalin, Mao, or, or Hitler, or Pol Pot, all of these guys came in and said, I'm going to make life better. 
Just give up some of these rights, some of these responsibilities you've got. I'll take care of you, but I'm going to make your life better. I'm, I'm going to make things peaceful again. We're going to march on to the new forward frontier, the new future together. Just let me lead. Would you call those systems, which ended up with millions and millions of deaths, would you call those systems godly or satanic? So excuse me if I see a new thing rising up that's saying, just, just come along with us, give us your, your responsibilities, give us some of, of your rights, your freedoms, we'll make things better for you. Just, just give this up to us and we'll take care of you. I'm sorry, but no, I'm not sorry. But I don't trust that. Me neither. Should I trust that? Should I trust the, the whims of men when they tell me, let's just take care of you? Now, do some of these people think that they're doing great? Yes, they think they're doing good. They think they're, they're taking care of their fellow man by getting everybody to fall in line. They're telling themselves, yes, we're doing good. But the problem is there are always some people who aren't in it for good, or who are in it for power and greed. You'll look at me straight in the face and you'll tell me that the leaders of corporations are evil, awful men. That they're greedy, that they're, they're there just to suck money out of the poor. That was your whole argument about the rich versus the poor. That's the exactly elites, it. the one percenters. Don't turn now. Stick with me, because I agree with you. The more power you give them, man, the less you should trust them. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is where, the you know, some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but I'll trust in the name of the living God. I have to, I don't have a choice anymore. I can't trust in what we can do here. This is why we're like, okay, th there's a lot in this. This is why a Jehoshaphat had to stand back and see the salvation of the Lord. Yeah. And you know, what's funny when the, when that battle happened, when the tent, when they sent the, the angels, when they worshiped, you know, whatever they worshiped and they sent the angels to fight the battle, the chapter before it, which I think it was second Chronicles 20, second Chronicles uh, 17 to 20. They were establishing the law again in the nation, the law of God. And then an unsurmountable war came against them. Isn't that what's happening now? Mm -hmm. We've had so many people, and, and thank God for, for other ministries out there right now. I'm telling you, guys, you can't, we can't, and I'll say it again, we cannot ask for the faith of those men in the Bible and not expect the trials that happen. Yeah. Moses was given a promise that he would lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. Guess who he faces? Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. It right. wasn't like Pharaoh was going oh, to just on, let go. Man. David was given the promise of the throne. Guess what he faced? Uh, persecution, war, uh, uh, almost slavery, mm -hmm. uh, death, right? Uh, Christ, given the promise that he would set all, all, all men free by his blood. What did he go through? Joseph was given the dreams of, the, of his brothers bowing down to him. Dude, I'm telling and, you. And what did he go through? Right? We cannot ask for the nation. And not expect to go through what God has to put us through in order for him to show himself strong so mm -hmm. we don't make these mistakes again. Because if he comes back, which I believe, hey, look, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a predictor of when Jesus is coming back. I don't even get into that stuff. Okay. I know about it, I study it, but I don't ever preach it because I don't know. And I don't want to make a habit out of saying, Oh, it looks like it's eight more years. And we no, no, no. Listen, we occupy till he comes. Yep. That's why we're talking about this because it's time for Christians to do it. Guys, what a way to find what a way to find you when he returns. What a way to find him doing his service. He's going to find you doing a service. What a better honor than yeah. that, that you did something, that you fought on your knees. And if you can't do anything, that you at least stood up and talked to your congressmen and your senators, that you were on your knees consistently praying this thing through for us and with us. Yeah, and that's 
we we have a section of so what do we do right because we've just laid out what seems like an insurmountable fight this all starts with prayer this starts with putting behind the things of the past and and i did a video a couple of days ago matter of fact carol Carol just wrote that. She said, it's Mike's monologue the other day. Yeah. It's a crucial question we must ask ourselves because that's coming. Thank you, Carol. Thank you. Absolutely. And if you haven't checked that out, check that out because it really puts it into detail of we need to forget the past and move forward. When Christ tells us to pick up our cross, he says, carry, your, carry the cross and follow me, right? But we're also told by Christ to leave everything else behind, let the dead bury the dead, move forward, right? It's this idea of leave everything behind and follow him no matter what. We are in that time where we have to decide, are we truly going to follow Christ? Or are we going to hold on to the remnants of something and hope that that something will comfort us while the world collapses around us? Why are we going to hold on to things that Christ gave us, that God gave us? They're his. I'm supposed to steward them. They're not mine to hold, Right. I teach my boys, train my boys. When they're older, they go. Yeah. I can't hold on to them. Same thing with my house or my, my the church or anything that we do, right? This is why that that 80s song, hold on loosely. Remember that song? <laughs> hold on loosely. Because it's like, this isn't about us anymore. This has never been about us. This is about Jesus Christ. And you know when you're stepping out in faith, when God's the only one that can get the glory. Yeah. You have nothing to do with it. That God blew open the sea for you, man, dude. Why is it we can read about it in stories, but we don't see it in our own life? Now's the time. Yeah. Because what a what an amazing place to be when it's through you. Now, um, I want everybody to give Mike a hand clap. When I come up with these ideas of, hey, let's do a podcast on the Great Reset, or let's do a podcast on socialism or whatever, I give it to him and he does all the research and and because he's so good at making these, these bullet points. And I just want everybody to give Mike a hand clap because there was a lot of research done on this. And I did my own research. I'm not saying I gave it all to him and I'm reaping the benefits here. But whenever I have an idea, I'm like, hey, Mike, we should talk about this. He's just so good at details in the research. He's more the philosophical. I'm more the preacher. But just and then I, we get to collab yeah. throughout the week about what we're going to talk about. And so he just does an amazing job. And, and, and I really want to honor you for that, dude, Thank because you, we don't have this without a guy like you. We don't have this without her uh, producing the show, Kristen. You know, we don't have uh, without uh, Carrie and Carrie doing what they're doing. We have two yeah. Carries on staff. Uh, we have Carrie, my <laughs> so wife. <confusing. laughs> right. And we have Carrie Franklin, who's our office manager. And so, um, guys, you, you, you don't understand. Like, I mean, maybe you do. I'm so blessed to have these guys in this ministry. When we started this in 2015, at the end of 2015, 2016, I knew, Carrie and I both knew this was going to change the world. And I've been told this many times, uh, you know, you're going to change the world. Little did I know that we would have a team like this where it's small in number, but we're doing big things. And God is so good to us. And, mm. and I, really honor, I really honor those who are saying, hey, we're going to step into this fight with you. And, and it takes a lot of sacrifice. Uh, it, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. Uh, sleepless nights. It takes yeah. a lot. And you know, man, how many yeah. times I've slept in a truck stop parking lot because <laughs> uh -huh. we didn't have money for a hotel room. I mean, yep. like I, I've been traveling and preaching for so long, but to see the work come through like this um, is so huge. And I want to tell you guys, starting off in this 2021, that's why we need your help. Yeah. Not, and this wasn't even scripted. We don't have this on a script. I don't even like doing this, but we need your help now more than ever because now going back into the school systems again, going back into the, to, to the churches again, and we've been to many of them and they are waking up guys don't be don't be alarmed but the majority of the big voices are the ones who are not 
It's the small ones that are saying, forget this. We need to go out and do something. Praise God for them because God's going to hear their prayers. Yeah. He didn't hear Pharaoh. Hear the cries of the, the, the Israelites. He didn't hear Pharaoh. God didn't hear that. And God hardened his heart again and again and again. But he heard the cries of the people. And now he's hearing our cry. Now we're setting this whole thing up. So um, you guys, th this is all, you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you and I have been through it for so oh, long, right? For so long. It, and, 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 you know, now he's touring this year. I, I've been, like I said, touring for so long and preaching and, uh, and, and thank you guys for all your support that you've been with us for so long. Praise God. But it takes a team mm -hmm. to do something like this and just getting through this all. And like I said, we did the research together, but you're really the brainchild of, like how we need to break this down and, and get people to understand and teach it. I just preach, man. And I love bringing the scriptures to it and answers to it and giving you guys faith, but it takes the brains. It takes the, the philosophy, the, the philosophies. It takes a team to create this thing. So yeah. if you guys want to go on uh, to, 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 well, thank you. No, thank you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And you know, you. what an opportunity to have you uh, on the team, dude. So I just, I want to honor you with that. Uh, totally, totally, really. You've given up so much to, to do this, uh, uh, you know, and uh, so anyway, if you guys go into the self-evident truth.com, you guys can find out more. You want to end this or yeah, you want to yeah, just do it sure. all, do the whole yeah. thing. Um, do not forget. Uh, and thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Um, Dude, come on. Do not forget to check out our social media. I, if you haven't clicked the share button right now, I want you to share this. If you haven't clicked the like button, go ahead and click it. Do not forget that we are also on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes, right? So leave a review, leave a five-star or a one-star, whatever. But that that helps us get more exposure on that. Um, Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R.com. I'm posting everything pretty much or every day on that stuff. And we're just, we're moving forward, right? And and I hope Massey doesn't mind. I'm, I'm going to be coming out with something uh, in a little while. I'm hoping to launch... It, like two to four weeks and all i'm going to tell you is it's called the forged and if you want to develop and this is especially for the men but women you can totally be a part of this too if you want to develop completely this is going to be your chance to do it yep. this is going to teach you how to be a full christian we're built of three parts right we're built of the body we're built of the mind, which is also referred to as the soul. We're built of the spirit. And a lot of movements that I see, they cover one or the other. They do this or they do that. And I'm not at all disparaging those. But what, what the Lord has really put on my heart is to build all three at the same time. If you build all three, you're building a complete person, the complete temple. A complete man. A really. complete man. This is what we're really building here. Mike, uh, and, and I, do, I don't mind at all. You need to promote that. And, and we want to promote that through self-evident. Um, look, you know what self-evident does, guys. We go around preaching. We teach constitution courses. We uh, educate pastors. We do everything we can. I go to young people, colleges and such, and high schools for years. I've been doing that for years, and we'll continue to do it. Um, but with, with, with this is a whole section that needs to be ministered to. And I believe we were brought in for this time and, and Mike is here for that time. And so you're going to want to check that out. Yeah. We'll let you guys know when it comes out. We'll totally promote it through, through the ministry. Uh, and Mike's always with us, man. He ain't going nowhere. Nope. This, I pretty I'm much, here I pretty much, <laughs> I, I pretty much made him a slave. Cause he's like, you know, do I start my own thing? I'm like, dude, do it through this. We're, we're already nonprofit. <laughs> and, uh, but we, we just like, again, all of this time, all, all the hell that yeah. we've been through, we're starting to see why, right? All the, the quick 
uh, the stories and all these things. I, I'm just rambling here, but um, you know, we we're, there's a lot coming out here this year, yeah. guys. So so dude, it, there's a lot coming oh, out this year. Man, wait, we got man. Uh, guys, we got new T-shirt <laughs> designs. We have a, a new Constitution course uh-huh. coming. Out. I mean, there's so much coming. Oh, dude. 2021 uh we're working on to do the city tours yes. in new york philadelphia boston, boston. i mean I, this is gonna be huge man. and and when oh, we're having fun dude. oh man and i i watch all of the stuff that i'm piling on my plate it's like how am i gonna eat this one bite at a time <laughs> uh with the forged i'm gonna be rolling out a lot of stuff uh hopefully in the next couple of weeks i'm gonna launch everything and then you'll get to really check it all out Included in that will be a book that I'm finishing up for this. It's it's a treatise on what it means to be a man. And as well as that, there's going to be lessons. There's going to be daily content. There's And the goal, a surprise. That's all I'll tell you. The goal is a surprise to where we can actually affect change in this culture nationwide, globally. Okay, so stay tuned to that. But guys, so much stay tuned to self evident because we have one heck of a year coming up. And if, <laughs> and if we every, need your help, man. If we everything's need your shaping help. up, we need your help because, man, we're going to be fighting a tidal wave. But you know what? Oh, Angela, amen. We're, we're going to make this, right? Yeah. So, so, yeah. No, no, she just said this okay. type of ministry is needed because manhood's under attack. Yeah. Guys, you guys want to become a torchbearer? Be a monthly sponsor. Yeah. Help us this, out. This helps us. Like, Mike's uh, going to need help with this. And this is what's going to help fund that. Uh, you know, stuff like that for what we do nationally on a big scale. Uh, we're going to need it. We're also guys, we're going to go back into doing, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't think we ever talked about this on the podcast, but we would go into, I would, I was invited here in South Florida to, to do area schools. I think we did, we did a whole, uh, I think I had all the treasure coast here where I was teaching new immigrants, uh, to to be, how to be American citizens and the constitution. I, they were having me come and talk about the Lord, how God given rights, all this other stuff to immigrants. And, and it was amazing. It's still, and they shut it down because of COVID, but we're going back into that where I get to speak Spanish again. And, <laughs> like, and I'm not really good at it anymore, but man, just how God opened that door where I was going yeah. to kids and college kids and churches. Now we're going to the, to the Latin people that are, that are new, that, that need, Oh man, there's so much, dude. So we got exciting. so much that's going <laughs> on and it's really exciting. So you guys get a piece of it when you're watching this podcast, but man, it, we got so much going on. And the hard part is he and I are both like, I want to do this. I want to do hey, this. Lucky. I want to do this. I want to do this. My dog's we'll on do man. It. One way or another. We'll hey, do it. Right. Hey, L- Lucky's on right now, man. This guy, Eugene, we used to play instruments together. We oh, were, cool, we were in church man. together. Uh, great man of God, man. I, I love you, brother. Amen. I love you, man. Anyways, guys, go to theselfevidenttruth.com. <laughs> support us. You guys can make a donation. Uh, you want to make a one-time. You guys want to be a, a torchbearer and be a monthly sponsor, please do that. Guys, you'll get free stuff when you guys become monthly sponsors. We want to give you that stuff, obviously, as, as, as a thing. But if you guys go to 1776truth.store, you guys could uh, 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 get some new shirts, man. We get some yeah. new, again, new designs coming out. Pick up something. Guys, uh, we're going through a whole revamp. Our website's changing again. Uh, with We just need a lot of support because this stuff takes money to print. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, does. So it takes money to print, takes money to do, takes money to travel, and we need your help, guys. So we love you so much. Again, tune in next week. Uh, we'll probably be doing the scriptures on government, and, yep. and we need to, and it'll be concise where you could share this to other people and it'll change them because that's what this is about is affecting change. So we love you guys so much. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week. All right. Love you guys.